Hi, my name is Arman, and you're listening to the Yes I Am podcast. At this podcast, we have vulnerable and venting conversations full of integrity with guests about their life stories and how it influences who they are today. You can follow me on Instagram at ArmanASKZ to stay connected. And now let's get inspired. Welcome to the same podcast, Noah. I want to start by asking you, what is the biggest lesson you ever learned in your life? Oh, what a great question. Starting on starting on a hot note. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, hmm. Something my dad taught me, and he's repeated it over my life. It's the like idea that the 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 right choice isn't usually the easy choice, and. That's something that stuck with me, just kind of been maybe a guiding principle for me. And I think it has a lot of value, you know, when you look at something that you're going through and you're choosing between two options, mm-hmm. you want to go for the better option, obviously, advance yourself, not, not like put yourself in a disadvantageous position. And it's usually the harder of the two options. So yeah, when I... When I come in a crossroads section in my life, you know, I'm like thinking about what do I want to do? And it's usually that harder option that you kind of want to not look at or shy away from. You're like, oh my gosh, that is usually what you want to go for. Um, tell, me, tell me about the time in your life that you got to that half of choosing the hard choice or the easy choice. Mm. Yeah, I've kind of been going through some, I guess, well, I guess it would start with, like, kind of COVID, Mm because when that came around, it was a lot of uncertainty, and I got, I came back from Corvallis to Grants Pass, my hometown, and during that time, it was a lot of, like, up-in-the-air sort of vibes, because you didn't really know what was going on. I still still continued on to take classes and all that, but it wasn't the same, man. I cannot lie. It was not the same. And uh, moving on from my sophomore to junior year, I kind of took a gap um, of a spring term off. And uh, I was working Fred Meyer during the time. It was kind of like a low point in my life, kind of like, you know, uh, my mental health wasn't the best. And um, moving back from to Corvallis was definitely a big decision. And... It was definitely a great decision because just, oh man, dude, uh, online learning really is not it. But um, coming to Corvallis initially, OSU as a freshman in 2019, I kind of had big aspirations. I was kind of like, I would like to be a doctor. I would like to do medical school. And uh, throughout that time of like COVID and being away from college, I kind of got away from that, kind of like lost a bit of ambition and kind of just like resented myself a bit and um, and maybe that's something we could dive into too but uh, I think a lot of the reason that um, I'm in a good state of mind now is that I've kind of taken the harder choice and decided like it's hard to be a doctor but I think that's what I want to do and I'd rather try um, to do that than shy away from it entirely and let's see what happens because in the end i I'd regret not trying. Where is that 
you know aspiration I mean? uh, to be a doctor come from hmm. well my mom's a nurse that's one oh, thing okay um also when i was back in 2017 when i was walking watching doctor strange in theaters for the first time <laughs> man his neurosurgery practice mm -hmm. was popping he's got all the watches he's driving the big lamborghini you know so I think that was that was a bit of like oh light bulb like oh maybe this is something I would like to go for, not maybe not just to pursue materialistic things but I, it just looked cool to me so I was like wow that's it got me thinking when I was in high school. So you chose you chose this path starting high school right so it's been a long time. Yeah, it has I graduated in two thousand nineteen. So I'm a senior this year, going to graduate in the spring. 2023 baby yeah mm -hmm. but uh yeah it's been like four years in the making so yeah and what will be next for you you would stay here uh, for to be a doctor do you need to go to portland yeah i know there's uh the local medical school is ohsu mm -hmm. in portland so that would be an option um also more uh, like i was thinking about so there's this idea about going to japan right I'm interested in Japanese culture and yeah. I've been learning some Japanese language. I have some friends from Japan. And so that's been an option and kind of something that's like uh, I applied for a program and there's a couple more on the table right now. Mm -hmm. So that would be something that would be really cool and awesome, but mm -hmm. also something that might, I'm, I'm not sure. It's kind of up in the air right now mm -hmm. because. I guess it's hard for me. It's one part of me was thinking it would be really cool to go for a year, get some teaching experience in Japan. But then another part of me is like, you know, what, what, you know, would I lose traction towards that ultimate pursuit of medical school? You know, would that be something that wouldn't uh, advance me towards that end? So I'm just kind of debating that right now. That's kind of like an ongoing undecided thing. The beginning you told me that um, that that lesson that you learned from your dad was the the right choice is not the easy choice. How would it apply at at this stage of your life? Hmm. If like what the scenario just told yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I would say not rush into anything, because it would be easy to just continue on the path, not like stall. I mean. Yeah, just like continue on the path and but I don't want to just stall forever, I guess mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't want to stall. But I know I don't I do want to take some time. Medical school requires a lot of like volunteer hours, shadowing, a lot yeah. of prerequisites. You have to take this MCAT. It's like an eight hour test. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that go into it. And I know like a lot of people, dude, are like doing multiple years of gap years between their graduation of their undergrad and entering into medical school because I don't know I think just the, the way things are set up right now in the medical school system it's pretty like high bar for entry and mm -hmm. actually getting accepted yeah so I definitely want to continue on that path and I just think that it's important to think about you know is, is the idea of Japan going to bring me closer to that goal so during that uh those gap years, you know, you, you talked about the feeling that's, that's a very uh, common feeling, you know, for, yeah. 
for people in our age, mm -hmm. resentment. Oh, yeah. Can make you kind of brittle, man. Tell me can about it. You resent yourself. Hmm. Well, what, yeah, like resentment. Also, what came to mind was like, like I said, kind of like just losing touch with myself, I think. Kind of my greater goals and purposes. Yeah. Um, I think mental health is like so important and it's important to talk about it. And I know it's becoming like a broken record at this point. Everyone talks about mental health, but yeah. I think that if you can talk about it and potentially reach someone who's like in that position, maybe they avoid it. Maybe they just, for whatever reason, don't hear those messages. It does. It doesn't, you know, I'd rather say something. It's important to, you know, I'd rather say something than not. And so like when it comes to mental health, I think just like uh, there's this idea from like this guy called Jordan Peterson. Have you heard of him? I love him. Yeah, he's awesome, man. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. He talks about like he has this book and called 12 Rules for Life. Mm -hmm. And have you read it, man? Have you read it? I have. I have read. I wouldn't say I have read every chapter fully, but I have read something about every chapter for sure. Okay. Yeah, I, have, I have the book, though. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Well, I, I, I need to read it, man. I'm going to need to, like, order this book or something because, yeah, that man's an inspiration. But, yeah, uh, he he talks about, um, I think one of his rules is, like, uh, treat yourself as someone you're responsible for taking care of. And so, like, that's, like, the idea of responsibility and applying the idea of responsibility to yourself is, I think, a really important idea. So like during that time of COVID, it was just kind of a like responsibility for myself kind of went down the drain and I can't really blame myself entirely for that. I know I thrive on a lot of structure, which is why OSU is so like positive for me, having classes to go to, having dedicated time in the weekend to just hang out with your friends. Mm -hmm. It's all pretty structured during the week and yeah, so there's the structure. Also, just being away from your friends, man. I don't know. We're like social creatures, and I feel like if you don't have a lot of friends around, like I did at my hometown, I think a lot of people were still at college or away. And, oh, man, it was kind of like a time of isolation, which I think drove a lot of my, uh, I guess, bad mental health state to be where it, where it came to be. So, yeah. I think I lost kind of train of thought for what I was going for, but... I think uh, one, one thing I want to come back to was the idea of responsibility that you just talked about, um, which is, I think, very huge. Yeah. And you did say you did not necessarily blame yourself. When you say you did not blame yourself, was it because of the... You didn't blame yourself for the way you're feeling, or you didn't blame yourself for the situation that you were at? Because hmm. they are two different things. Yeah. There was a lot of blame that went around, like, so, like, yeah, do you mean, like, the way I was feeling I blamed myself or, like, just the situation I was in? Is that you know, like, one of the feelings are, like, people feel depressed, you know, people feel anxious, people feel, like, the feeling of anger, yeah. and they start relating that, okay, I'm blaming, I don't know, everything else mm -hmm. for the way I'm feeling. Right, right. Or you can just say, I, I don't blame everything else. I am the reason for it. 
And then uh, blaming the situation is basically, okay, I'm blaming the fact that I'm blaming like the virus and everything that I am currently uh, in a lockdown, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, it was a lot of like, like just looking at every reason besides myself, like mm-hmm. really just like being like, oh, hey, this, this, that and the other thing is the reason why I feel this way. And so, yeah, it was a pretty living with my family. It wasn't, it really wasn't a fun time for me or my family. I feel like a lot of like our, like the strength of our relationship was like tested Mm -hmm. and kind of torn a bit. And so that's, that's actively something I um, work to keep up now and repair. And um, I think just family is really important. So trying to like work on that always and but yeah, um, definitely a lot of external blame, a lot of externalizing. Uh, let me let me reframe this question in this way. Uh, I would say all of us as humans, um, did, we do have a, a box. Mm-hmm. I like to call it a black box. Mm-hmm. You know, like an airplane has black box, which like if, if it crashes... Yeah. It holds all the information of what happened during the, the crash and stuff. So they extract all of the black box to realize what was the reasoning of the crashing. Yeah. You know, and I believe us as human, we also have a black box in our us, which is very hidden. I feel like it's very deep down in our heart. Yeah. yeah. Metaphorically. Yeah. Uh, and there are some emotions, there are some feelings that we always uh, have locked out there that we don't necessarily want anybody to know. Mm-hmm. But like, if we want to really digest and realize why am I feeling the way I'm feeling, we need to refer to that black box. Yeah. So during those times, during those times of adversities, thinking about it right now, what were some of those emotions in that black box for you? Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good question. I'm trying to think about like what my mental state would be and what I was doing because it was a lot of like isolation. Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess just name like maybe like five words that would describe that black box then. Sure. Yeah. You know, you said isolation. That could be one, maybe. Yeah, a lot of isolation, a lot of like, a lot of like anger, but not just like anger externally mm-hmm. uh, expressed, but a lot of like pent up or repressed anger mm-hmm. that I just feel like, yeah, it wasn't expressed. Um, so it goes hand in hand with like isolation because um, isolating myself, I didn't really have a way to uh, express that. Um, or get that out of my system by myself. Mm-hmm. There is ways like exercise, but that mm-hmm. wasn't really something I was focusing on then. So it would have really benefited me to have a person to talk to. And I did, but um, through the fault of my own, I isolated and um, it, we got where I was, which was you know a lot of internalized anger. So anger, isolation, hmm, what else? Loneliness for sure. Yeah, maybe just like hopelessness because 
guess where the place I was, it was just kind of a, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't really see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. You really, it was like, just like you were in it. It was like, this is, this is all I know, you know, this feeling of, oh, it's just not fun. So that's why I'm so thankful to OSU and grateful for like you, man. I'm really grateful for you bringing me out here, having this podcast. It's really, um, this is a new experience for me. And I think it's like, that's what life's all about. Like experiencing new things, moving forward, like initiating change in your life. Cause I think that's so healthy. Like in terms of like mental health in general, like not just staying in the same place, learning to like, I feel like everyone gets on uh, stuck at some point and that's just inevitable. That's just like the process of falling down. But as long as you can get back up and find a way to get back up, um, I think that's really just really important to allowing yourself to move forward and progress as a person and finding what's next for you in life. I know we also talked about um, when we were over at Noria's house, mm -hmm. we talked about um, kind of our like similar experiences with mental health. And yeah. I remember you had said to me something along the lines of like, you got to pick yourself back up at some point. And um, so that's been something I think about that I've been thinking about. And I think that's really true, man. Like just like being able to pick yourself up being like, Hey, you know, I have to take some responsibility in this. Like it might not all be my fault, but you know, on some level, this is my life and I want to like live it in a way that if I'm not happy with where I am now, I got to take some responsibility to change that. I think that's a huge one. And I, <laughs> I, I can't wait for you to read that Jordan Pearson chapter <laughs> Thanks, and man. tell me, tell me how you feel about it. Because yeah. one of the main things is like, and you said it very well, responsibility is one of the main steps that you have to take to construct any change within yourself. Yeah. Because if you blame others, the environment and everything else, you also will try to find a solution in others and the environment and everything else. Yeah. But if you try to find a solution within yourself, that's when you create that change. And you said something about like, you're just grateful about Oregon State and stuff like that, people that you know. I think uh, that's, just, that's, a, that's a humbleness, but at the same time, where you are right now, what you do uh, is just uh, if the fruit of you wanting that change and you creating that change one thing i'm wondering is you did say loneliness anger and um, isolation and the, these, these things are things that if someone you any of your friends right now go ask who doesn't know your story would not they will not describe you with these three words probably not probably not you know, I, 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 because I, I've seen you out there uh, always socializing, being positive, you know, always, always smiling. Never seen you lonely in that sense, you know. Uh -huh. uh, so it, it's, a, it's like a fully different picture. It is funny, yeah. It, it, it is very interesting. It is interesting. And uh, what I'm wondering, so would you say those feelings, you know, the anger, loneliness, isolation have those feelings disappeared and resolved mm -hmm. within you right now or mm -hmm. do you think you still have them as a as a 
fear or a motivation for you to maintain what you have right now and improve it? Oh yeah, they definitely. Yeah, the honest, um, they have not. They have not disappeared, man. It's something I still like work with every day, and it's something I still like use as a way to like, you know, better myself in whatever that might be, whatever that might look like. It's definitely some. Yeah, like. I feel like it's just a part of me now, you know. Like it's definitely, hopefully, for the most part, something that's in the past and something I can look to as a way, as a lesson, as like a a page of lessons. Like, hey, I remember this time. Let's think about now and think about like how grateful I am for this moment, how different, how far I've come. But also, just like, you know, pay attention to it. You know, something to look back on. So. Yeah, it's not always occupying me, and it's not like you know plaguing my mind. Like, oh man, this is this is how I feel right now.、Mm-hmm. But it's always something that's like a little reminder. Like, oh, remember that time. Remember what you did, and think about how you can do things differently now. How often do you do that? How often do you just look back and just think about who you were and who you are right now? Great question. I. Like I think it's really important to do that reflection, and like for me,、uh, I remember like getting back spring term. In spring term, like I came back winter, but spring is really when it kind of was a reset moment for me, where I was like, oh, I feel like kind of like I'm starting a new life here at OSU, and that coincided with like you know just exercise and integrating with like the my new friends, new people, making friends. And I just had had some moments where I was like in the spring, like working out. Like I would do this thing on the grass where I would just put my yoga mat out. Yeah. In the <laughs> middle of the grass and kind of just like work out there for maybe an hour a day, and gained a lot of exposure through that. Just kind of like you know allowed me to make friends and get out of my comfort zone a lot. Yeah. And so doing that. There was moments when I was out there, and also just moments like in class. I remember like sitting next to a friend or something. Like, wow, you know, just think to myself, like, wow, I have this friend right here, where a year ago there would be, there would have, I would have never believed that, you know, I would be here, have have this person with me, like, you know, have this relationship. There's just those like special moments that,、um, I guess I just like think about. There's this phrase like. Um, I think about as well. Like, it goes if this isn't、um, it goes if this isn't nice, what is? And、uh, I think that's something I think about often. Just like savor the moment, reflect on your past, and think about how far you've come. So yeah. It's it's, it's a nice. That、time. is that is that is that's amazing what you said. Thank you.、Um, I did、um, this one trip, a backpacking trip actually, and it was my very first backpacking trip with that scale of difficulty. It was like a high elevation,、mm-hmm. and I got to similar、uh, realization that you just from the phrase that you just said.、Mm-hmm. I remember at some point it was just after like hiking for five hours, high elevation. I remember it got just so freaking hard, 
and uh that i was like i want to take a break i want to stop you know mm-hmm. and then two of my friends were with me that day one of them was in front of me one of them was behind me yeah and then i was like if i stop the person behind me is going to stop yeah and then i looked in the front and i was like but the person in front of me is just still keep going so i was like I can look at the person in front of me as a motivation and I can be the motivator for the person behind me. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I can look down the mountain and see how far I have came. Oh, wow. You know? And so I was like, I'm not stopping because <laughs> me stopping is not going to help me or anybody else. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just want to remember you have walked for five hours and you can keep still going. But yeah. one thing that I, that they taught me it's like but at the same time you don't want to think that far you want to keep that in mind but you want to take it a step at a time you know mm-hmm. so that what you just said it just reminded me of that trip um i want to i want to ask you this and i'm pretty sure we i mean i graduated but uh people at osu <laughs> people at osu like uh or like people in our age, I think they all, or a lot of them do struggle with like times of loneliness, anger, yeah, a lot. And they do get to a point of, there are some that do get to a point of blaming others. Right, right. And not being accountable, take responsibility for where they are and how they feel. Yeah. So from hearing from someone that did went went through that stage and now you're thriving, uh, what would you tell as a as a as advice from a peer to them? Mm. I would say just look at like a small piece of your life that you could make better, like something that is maybe something small you could start with. Just say like. If I change this, if it's a habit or just like a mindset even, like something that is like a small thing that you know isn't working for you, that's making your like life worse objectively, and say like, just start with that. Smart, start with something super small and work your way from there. Because I think just like looking at everything at once can be overwhelming to a lot of people and I don't think it's realistic to do that. Like, like nobody's, nobody's current, like, life was built in a day. Like, it just takes, as you know, like, many days, many repeated and continuous efforts to get where we've gotten. Sometimes years. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard, man. It's, like, not, like, something that you can just wake up and inherit, you know? So, yeah, um, so just like start with some, something, something just small, something maybe just, just outside of your comfort zone, but something that's manageable and something you can like check the box on. Like, you know, maybe it's just making your bed even like, I know Jordan Peterson is big on that. So mm-hmm. just like something that you can just like take ownership of and be like, Hey, I'm going to take ownership to change this today. And from that responsibility kind of just branch out. But also pace yourself. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. yeah. <laughs> um, no, we're getting to the end of this uh, episode. We call ourselves ESM because we believe you can put any award 
in front of this phrase, yes, I am. And over time, you can become that person. And this is very, very, very true in my own experience because I practice it almost every day, just repeating phrases that I want to become. And I just keep saying them out loud. Yeah. And over time, I have seen that I start like gaining those energies and feelings that, okay, I am actually that person right now. So if there's one or two words that you want to put in front of yes, I am, what would that be? Ooh. Yes, I am strong. And uh, this one's for my grandpa. Yes, I am love. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for being the guest at the Yes, I am podcast, Noah. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. Much love. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure to subscribe and share with your friends. And as always, yes, I am.